Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Money Ed Podcast. Money Ed is an education platform for young adults who want to better understand personal finance and gain greater confidence in managing their money. Each week we'll address the important topics within personal finance that really matter to you in an informative yet easy to listen to approach. The best way to improve your personal finance is through education and we want to provide a place where you can learn outside of the classroom, office or lecture hall. So what is going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Money Ed Podcast. This is show number 17, episode 9 of the Managing Our Outgoing series. So yeah, I hope you've all had a really, really good week. It's been a week of amazing weather. It's been a week of, you know, lockdown measures easing, we're able to see friends a bit more freely, you know, businesses coming back online. It's really, really positive. Uh, But I think unfortunately, it has been marred and you know made worse by what's going on in America and the kind of the protesting that has come from George Floyd uh, it's I think it's it's very necessary there's a serious need for institutional systematic change in America and in the world uh, and I've certainly spent this week trying to further educate myself you know it's such a taboo topic um, talking about racism and a lot of people don't like to address it and often it's white people that need to address it the most me being myself being white and the way I wanted to do that is to educate further educate myself and understand um, I just understand a bit more understand white privilege um, and yeah and it's you know <laughs> it's even kind of difficult trying to talk about it now but I think it's just really sad it's really sad what's going on but it's necessary. I think it's necessary for change. Um, I don't condone the, the the kind of looting and the violence and that, but the protesting is necessary, especially in America, a country that has been divided by you know racial hatred for years now. Um, so hopefully, and I'm really hoping that we'll see some meaningful change over the next few weeks and months. And that's what I'm going to say on that because you know I don't have much to say, but I think it's. It needs to be addressed, and it's it's unfortunate, but it needs to be addressed. It needs to be spoken about, as we have done today. So that's what I say on that, and I hope you guys are all doing the same. I think it's really important to educate yourselves um, if you're in this, if you know if you're white in the same position as me. Um, and there's there's loads of really really great uh, there's loads of great content online at the moment on social media, which where it can help you learn about that sort of stuff as well. So I would implore you guys and encourage you all to go and to do some reading understand and learn a bit better also guys apologies again because my microphone still hasn't arrived um credit to uh the company i use they've been really good in handling my replacement and things like that but it's just taken a bit longer than i thought because it's being shipped from america so apologies if the quality of sound isn't as good this week um but anyway yeah that's enough so this week we are discussing our non-essential spending. So as you'll know, over the last few weeks and this whole series, we've been trying to really identify our outgoings, our major outgoings, and understand them and find ways in which we can effectively reduce them. And this week we go on to what is an inter- a kind of slightly interesting topic because 
non-essential spending and non-essential outgoings are one of those things that everyone's going to do and no matter what you say you will always do them and it's very difficult to it can be often very difficult to change your mindset when it comes to um, non-essential spending but I do believe there are some ways that we can do that and you can make change for the better and hopefully save some money and at the end of the day this what you know what we're trying to do with this series is just work out how we can have more disposable income and how we can save money on our outgoings so that's this week uh before we get into it i just want to talk a little bit about last week and just address a few things um of course last week we looked at our everyday spending which is you know kind of the spending we do and our outgoings we have that reoccur you know every day on a continual basis and we just looked at different ways we could reduce those understanding how we can get a hold of them a bit better and then also at the end of the show we uh, gave some quite <laughs> quite funny examples of uh, some ways that you can supposedly save money but they were a bit ridiculous so if you missed that one out I'll share the link in the description below so you can have a look at it and listen to that um, but yeah without further ado let's get into this week's episode so as I said at the start the last you know nine weeks we've been looking at understanding the main outgoings that we have you know as young adults we've been looking at our essential outgoings so things like our debt maybe our rent um, you know overdraft payments that sort of thing those are our essential outgoings we've got our everyday outgoings which could include travel expenses clothing food which we spoke about last week and then this and basically once you've worked out what you need to set aside for those expenses for those outgoings you basically have the money left over for your non-essential spending your fund spending your wants that sort of thing you know and within those things you know we've discussed you know the importance of effectively managing those outgoings and you know how to prioritize them as well as understanding you know how to reduce them and this is so important because you know you need to be prioritizing your money for those those essential outgoings you know the payments you need to make and you need to be thinking about those before you're thinking about setting money aside to go to the pub or setting money aside to you know upgrade your car or something like that you know and one but what but once you have done that once you have set aside that money be that um through budgeting at the start of the month be that by you know, withdrawing money from your account into a spare savings pot, which you assign to all your your outgoings, your kind of essential outgoings. Once you've done that, you basically then you know how much money you have for your non-essential outgoings. And bear in mind, something we spoke about, you know, earlier on in the series is that your savings goals, so what you're saving for should also be included in that uh, not that essential outgoings column. So if you're saving for a house deposit or you're saving for you know, a new laptop, I would include that savings goal in your essential outgoings. This way you know exactly what you have left on top of taking away for that savings goal. So it just makes you think a bit better and it means also you're less likely to dip into that savings pot if you need if you like if you want to spend more money for example on a night out something like that and you know we spoke about this earlier in the series and also in the show a couple weeks ago one of our guests cecily she said that she you know assigns when she assigns money to her savings pot that is 
automatically taken out as a fixed cost, which I think is a really good idea because it means that savings that she's trying to make every month is withdrawn immediately. And then she has no way of spending it. So she has no way of reducing it. And I think that's a really good, uh, really good idea because, you know, a lot of the time with our non-essential spending, it's, it's often not very planned. It's often quite um, spontaneous. But if you don't have the money uh, to spend on that, you know, spontaneity and act on that spontaneity, then actually it's never going to be an issue because never, you don't have the money to spend anyway. But we'll come on to that later on. And I think a lot of that, I think a lot of emotional spending also ties into that. But we'll come on to that later on. Um, and so the next thing I kind of wanted to address is kind of the whole idea of, you know, non-essential outgoings, you know, I, you know, labeling them as non-essential because at the end of the day, I think whatever you spend money on is essential and will always be essential, you know, to who, to whomever is the one spending the money. For example, I might not see buying clothes as, you know, I might see buying clothes as non-essential, but there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time and, you know, a lot of energy and a lot of money wanting to buy nice clothes. And that's completely down to them. So you may not include clothing as non-essential. I'm just speaking on kind of, you know, what I believe is essential versus non-essential. Um, because at the end of the day, as I've said before on the show, it's 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 all kind of personal to what you, what you want and what you want to spend your money on. You know, I'm not going to stop you from spending your money eating out every night at nice restaurants or something like that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try and suggest that. That's what you want to do. If that's what you value in life and that's what you should do. But then, then what you shouldn't then do is then complain that you have no money in your savings account because, well, you've been spending it on eating out. And I think there's a, there's a real balance to find. And often people can find that difficult. You, it's often can be for a lot of people very difficult to find that balance um, and to find that balance of buying things and enjoying today but also saving for tomorrow and I think that's a, a part of you know manager outgoings that people can often struggle with but yeah so I mean it's it's difficult to label things as non-essential and also it's all can also be quite difficult to distinguish between non-essential and everyday outgoings and that can also be a struggle uh, because we they're, they're almost often with a lot of the, the outgoings you're, you're spending your money on, they're one in the same, you know, food. How do you distinguish if food is essential, non-essential, you know? Um, but I think actually it's just about using common sense and just kind of using using your, just being a bit sensible with it, you know? I mean, you can go to the shop and do your usual food shop. You know, that's probably an everyday, that could even be seen as an essential outgoing. But if you're then buying loads of sweets on top of that, one would argue that is perhaps non-essential. So in fact, you, it's, it's really difficult and it's a minefield and it's just about understanding what you see as essential versus non-essential and then tailoring your budget or tailoring your spending to that. You know, if you're spending more on food um, because you're buying some non-essential food stuffs, you know, whatever those may be, then maybe you can cut down on that and save on your food shop for example uh, likewise if you're eating out loads you know sometimes if you're if you're at work you don't have time to make food you might have to go and buy food from a, a shop or something like that or you might have to go buy lunch um, and you know that could be that could be essential because if you don't do that you don't eat but at the same time 
it's non-essential in the sense that you could always make food for lunch lunch from home. And that's the kind of mindset you need to get in. And I think it can be quite a difficult one to get in sometimes. But if you if you're dedicated and if I think if you're if you're set to save a certain amount and you want to, you know, reduce your outgoings by a certain amount, then I believe you will make those changes. But it's just really depending on how badly you want to do that. So yeah, and look, I think as I said at the start, non-essential spending is an interesting one. And you know, I'll be frank, you know, I think a lot of us do understand what non-essential spending means. You know, you know, when we look at our bank balance each month, we know what our non-essential outgoings are. You know, if we're spending 30, 40 quid in the pub every weekend, that's probably quite quite not very essential. Um, but to be honest, I don't really want to tell you what you can and can't buy because, as I said, that is completely personal. And anyway, like when it comes to our non-essential spending, you know, our non-essential outgoings, no matter what I try to tell you, you know, this is one of those things that people are always going to do. You know, you could easily cook at home every night, but if you want to buy a takeaway, if you want to get a Domino's, you're going to do it. And certainly listening to me on a podcast isn't going to stop you. The one thing I would say, though, and what I've said before is just to make sure that your spending and your outgoings are aligned with your financial goals. Because as I said, if you're trying to save for something, but then you're spending £200 on new clothes and you're really only setting yourself up for disappointment and you're really only setting yourself up for not achieving that goal. And with that comes a lot of negativity and that's often where the negativity comes from when you're talking about and discussing your non-essential outgoings, you know. Often it's because people are spending on these non-essential items, these non-essential goods and services, but they're at the same time, they're trying to achieve a goal. But because they're doing all their spending, they're not going to achieve it. Um, and again, that's just a mentality and that's just a mindset, you know. That could be, you know, you could have a, you could actually have a spending problem where and then you actually need to probably go see a professional. But a lot of the time, it's quite easily preventable and you can take action to it. And as I said last week in the show, I'll say again, and this is maybe where, you know, non-essential, the mindset thing but with non-essential outgoings and everyday outgoings comes in because, you know, you can create a habit and, you know, change your lifestyle to change the way you spend. And a lot of that, as I said, is getting out of these bad habits and into new habits. So much like we touched on last week, you know, how you spend and what you choose to spend on is totally down to what you value in this world as well and what your goals are. You know, if you value material things like a car or a watch, then your goal might be to save up and spend on those. And that's cool, you know, that's, you know, a large part of society is like that. You know, we're in a very materialistic world and people value goods. People value those sorts of things. But you can't buy those designer clothes and then at the same time get annoyed because you don't have any money left over at the end of the month. You know, you made the decision to buy those designer clothes and so you have to live with the consequences and the consequences may be that you're just not saving as much money on a monthly basis. But as I said, I hope that if your goal is to save money and have money left over at the end of the month, I'd hope that you're not going to be spending loads on these non-essential outgoings. But I think it's also important to talk about the fact that, you know, we want to have some fun. You should live for today. You know, you want to really find a healthy balance of 
saving for tomorrow while enjoying what you're doing today. And so often, you know, often people target, you know, your non-essential spending as the place you can save the most money. But it's about finding a balance, you know, as we've spoken in previous shows, there are a number of ways you can reduce your essential outgoings and your everyday outgoings. And you don't have to put all the burden on taking away the fun things in life. Um, so I would definitely just, you know, when you're thinking about your non-essential outgoings, if it's if you're looking at your, your monthly budget and the money you have and how much money you've got left over and you're seeing that and you're saying to yourself, okay, I need to cut down a lot on my non-essential outgoings. Maybe it's actually a sign that you need to cut down more on your, your essential outgoings and your everyday outgoings, you know. The, maybe you can find ways to reduce those, those bigger payments that you need to make. And then actually that means you won't have to take away as much from your non-essential spending, your fund spending, your wants, that sort of thing. And that actually could um, improve your quality of life as well because what I would always say is it's so important to find a healthy balance in life you know, with with your finances. Um, and I think a lot of that just comes with education and understanding. And once you have that understanding, you're able to make, you know, an actionable change in the amount of money you have coming in. And, you know, money can't buy happiness. I am a true believer of that. But, you know, having more money and, or no, having less money troubles can certainly make you less miserable. And I think, you know, it's a bit naive to think that there isn't a relationship or a link between, you know, money and the quality of life or the enjoyment of your life because having more money uh, means you can, you know, reduce the burden, you know, certain financial burdens like debt and that sort of thing. And it's less about, you know, finding enjoyment out of money and more about reducing those worries and those anxieties that money can cause you. So that's why I'd say, and that's why it's important to find a balance, you know, and that's why we're looking at outgoing as a whole. You know, it's important to understand where you can save on each part of your spending. And then if you assess each each column in your budget, if you assess your essential, your everyday and your non-essential outgoings, you're going to find ways that you can save money. And this means, you know, you might have more for saving. It means you might have more for going out and having fun. Whatever it is, you're going to have more money if you identify how to reduce these outgoings. So, you know, that's just kind of a little bit about, you know, our, our non-essential outgoings and my kind of views. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day, right? So I always see this post go around on social media saying, you know, if you see something in a sale that is £50 down from 75 you haven't saved £25, you've just spent 50 have any of you guys have any of you guys seen that post before? You know, I follow loads of personal finance pages, and a lot of them share that sort of thing. Um, and it's an interesting one because I think it's kind of true because you know you're still spending that fifty pounds, but it's only true if you didn't intend to buy that in the first place. You know, a lot of us are drawn in by likes of sales and promotions and things like that, and those encourage excessive spending. But this is exactly what the companies want, you know. This sort of promotion and this sort of pricing is to play on our emotions and to draw us in. And this, the, the fact that emotions play such a big part on our spending, and especially on non-essential spending, is 
it's something that gets a lot to us, you know, and that's including me. You know, I've had experiences of where emotional spending has impacted me. Um, so I'll tell you guys about that in a minute. But, you know, emotional spending and letting our emotion get the better of us is a way that our non-essential spending can take hold of us. And I don't care what anyone says, you know, spending and money is emotional. You know, we are, humans are emotional. We're always going to have that trait in us. So there's no, you can't, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, there's always some sort of emotion attached to our spending. You know, and if you are able to manage your emotions in some way, then this might not be as much of a problem. But the thing with our emotional spending is that it's often done, you know, within our subconscious and it's also often quite, you know, spontaneous and also quite instinctive, you know. And it's also, and it's quite unnatural for humans to go against our instincts, you know, or habits we have. And this is why it can be so difficult to get out of them. Um, But as I said last week, and as I said, you know, mentioned again earlier in the show, breaking a habit or changing that into a good habit can be so beneficial to our finances and to our, you know, our day-to-day lives. Um, But I don't want to talk to you guys about that again, because what I'm, (laughs) instead of what I'm going to do is I'm going to embarrass myself and I'm going to tell you when, you know, emotional shopping got the better of me. And so I think it was like, I think it was like last Christmas, um, you know, I'm a big Drake fan. I'll say that first. I'm a big Drake fan, love his music. Um, And... Big up Drakey for listening to this. <laughs> um, but so I and I follow his, you know, OVO um, clothing brand page, and I saw this jacket which I really, really, really liked, and I was like, all right, I'm going to buy this. And I needed a new coat, so you know, I thought it was, I mean, it's quite expensive, but I need a new coat. So I was like, okay, Chris's present to myself, kind of get this coat, and it'll help you through the winter. Um, and so what I did was I bought. I bought the coat, uh, when it came it was a bit too small, and actually when I came, I also realised I didn't really like it very much, um, but I was so attached to the brand, and I was like, because of Drake is who he is, you know, his brand, that sort of thing, I was like, okay, I'm going to buy a new one, so I bought an extra large instead of a large, and got it delivered to myself, um, but unfortunately, the large that I'd originally bought couldn't be returned, um, so what I'd effectively done is I'd spent £400 on two jackets, one that I couldn't wear because it was too small, and one that I didn't really like the look of, but I bought it because I wanted to buy it because it was Drake, and I thought I was cool and stuff. Um, so yeah, there's £400 down the shitter, well, £200 down the shitter, um, and I do still wear it to be fair, I do quite like it, and all my friends comment on where I wear it, so obviously I'm looking pretty dapper. Um, but yeah, so that's when emotional spending got the better of me. And I, I often don't, I often don't spend on that sort of stuff. I often, I, as in, I don't buy that, those sort of stuff. You know, my friends who know me know that I don't have many outfits. I wear the same jeans, the same shoes. I wear them out as much as possible, then just buy a new set. And I'm very happy doing that. But this was the one time, uh, your emotional, (laughs) emotional spending got the better of me. Um, so yeah, but so the next thing I thought we'd kind of get onto and finish with is something a question that my one of my friends asked me the other day actually, and because you know he's just got it into budget, gotten, gotten into budgeting and thinking about his money a bit more um, since the start of the show, which is which is great. I'm glad he's done that. I'm glad he's kind of 
taken action on what I've been talking about, which is, you know, really beneficial. Um, so, but he asked, you know, should I budget for non-essential spending? And I think that's, you know, should I, should I budget for my non-essential outgoings? I think that's a really interesting thing because, as I said, as I said earlier in the show, you know, often our non-essential spending is spontaneous. We don't plan it; it just happens. And and so, how do you plan in a, a month before in a budget for that sort of thing? Um, so, what I said is, you can. So, my from my own experience, you know, I have a set of money aside every month for fun it's labeled fun so this is for going out you know takeaways playing golf that sort of thing um i mean i don't i don't assign specific amounts to each one because i don't know you know i don't know how much i'm golf i'm going to play this month i don't know how many takeaways i'm going to have this month um but what i do is i set aside a pot of a set amount of money um and i stick to it i try to stick to it and i try to keep within that um that little pot of money I've set aside. But as I said, you know, a lot of the time our essential spending is unplanned. So, you know, we've all had the kind of unplanned night out of the pub or the impromptu, you know, want to pay for my partner's uh, dinner sort of thing. Or maybe you just forgotten it was someone's birthday soon. So you've had to buy a last minute present, you know. We've, we, we always have these um, payments that we don't really plan for. So I think my answer would be that it, I wouldn't, I mean, look, you can you can budget as 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 detailed as you like, and you can say, okay, this month I'm I'm only going to get one takeaway. I'm only going to go out once. I'm only going to do this, do that. I think that's quite a restricting way to live, uh, and I think that's kind of letting your budget control your lifestyle a little bit, which you shouldn't do, which you shouldn't let happen. But I would definitely, definitely, definitely put money aside um, in a pot, or just you know mentally just know that you have money aside so that you can pay for these fun things but ensure but make sure that that pot is only only being used after you've paid off all your debts for that month you've paid off your rent you've paid off all those other expenses you need to make you know that pot shouldn't be eating into you shouldn't be creating that pot of spare money for your for your non-essential outgoings out of the money you would usually use to pay for pay for your essential outgoings you know that should only be money that is left over after that and look you may you know for a lot of young graduates who for you know for example move into london a lot of the time you don't actually have that much spare money because a lot of your money is being spent on rent and the cost of living in london so there you'll have to you know actually maybe plan a bit better and find a balance especially if you have other goals but yeah, I would definitely say you can set, you can budget for your non-essential outgoings, but don't let it take over your life, you know. And that's what I'd say for budgeting in general, you know. Budgeting is so good and helps you manage your money very well, but don't let it completely take over your life. Um, and one of the things actually we spoke about very early on, I think it was episode two, episode three, you know, looking at the psychology behind personal finance and introducing that sort of thing. One of the things we spoke about actually is that a lot of the time people will, you know, look to take control of their money because they have lost control in another part of their life. But often and sometimes this can lead, you know, go too far on the the bad side of things and you can over budget and 
overplan your life and actually you lose some enjoyment you know if you're going every week you know if you're with your friends or your work colleagues every week and you're saying to yourself oh no I can't enjoy myself I have to limit myself because of my budget then I think you're kind of you're dampening the life you're living today and that's where I said at the start of the show it's so important to find a, a healthy balance and something I you know tell up a lot of people on Instagram all the time because they're, they often ask you know oh and you know oh you know what really grinds my gears right is when I see things like if you want to be successful you have to save like 70% of your income and invest it that sort of thing but if you're saving 70% of your income you're not you're not taking time out to enjoy life today. You know, you're not you're not making any memories today, and that's gonna affect you mentally, maybe in the short term or the long term. You know, and a lot of people are happy to do that. A lot of people are happy to sacrifice their lifestyle today in order to become wealthier further down the line. And if you want to do that, be my guest. Absolutely fine. You know, it's it's personal finance. It's whatever you want to do. But I would always advocate for finding that balance, finding a nice balance between enjoying life today, you know, putting money aside for non-essential spending, but also ensuring that you're saving enough for, you know, financial protection and just kind of financial security going forward. So that's all I'm going to say on that, guys. And I think, again, much like last week, uh, there's only so much I can say on on non-essential spending because no matter what I say, Unless you change your mindset, unless you change your mentality, um, you, I'm not going to be able to change the way you spend your money. You know, I can certainly encourage you to do certain things, and I hope that when you listen to these shows, you get, you learn, you kind of change your your thinking slightly, and makes you question the way you're spending at the moment. Um, but yeah, I can't change your, especially I can't reduce your non-essential outgoings. Only you can do that. So. That's what I would say, guys. I would encourage you to have a look at your non-essential spending on a monthly basis. See if you can reduce it. and But also, at the same time, and as I've said further earlier in the series, you know, look at how you can reduce your other outgoings so then you can actually have more money for your non-essential spending. Because especially now more than ever, you know, with coronavirus, etc., we've spent a lot of time alone and not a lot of time socialising. So... You know, we want to see our friends. We want to see friends we haven't seen for months, literally three or four months. You know, people who, who you might have seen on a weekly basis you haven't seen for three months. So you want to go see your friends. And and that's what I'd also say is do be careful because we're entering, we're entering summer now. We're entering good weather. Stuff's starting to open back again. Be careful. Don't be too excessive with your non-essential spending. You know, you're going to be want to go to the pub you're going to want to go and, you know, get a takeaway. You're going to go want to go for dinner with your friends. But just make sure you're balancing that out with the amount of money you have in your account. You know, a lot of us might have saved money over the last few months, so you may have surplus income to spend. But for a lot of us, it can be the opposite, and actually you can have less money. So that's one thing, last thing I'd say, actually, is just be careful, especially in the next coming weeks and months when you're encouraged to go see your friends and, go spend more to go out and see them. You can happily see your friends at home. You can happily invite them around. You can cook dinner for a tenner, that sort of thing. You don't have to go to an expensive restaurant. So that's all I'd say on that. But as always, guys, if you've enjoyed what you've heard this week and you found it, it really useful, 
let me know, you know, get in touch. If you have any other questions you want to talk to me about, or if you just want maybe some tips on how to reduce your non-essential spending. If you check out our Instagram page this week, I'm going to be sharing more content on how to do that, that sort of thing. And there are loads of pages on ways you can reduce our spending. And, you know, I think we all know how to reduce our non-essential spending, but it's just getting the mindset of whether you actually want to do it. So, yeah, have a great week, guys. I'll chat to you next week. We've got a really interesting show next week, and we're going to be talking about the psychology behind spending and a bit more about, you know, why we as humans do spend in certain ways and where this kind of mindset has come from. Um, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts and you're feeling generous, we'd love it if you could leave us a review. We've already received some really great reviews, and it's really nice to see you guys are in, enjoying the show and enjoying the content I'm putting out there. Um, But as always, guys, stay safe, keep spending, keep saving, keep doing what you are doing, and I will chat to you next week.